Would you like to know how to convince God to answer your prayers? It's a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek question, but we are going to be talking about supplication today. This is a class for the Thames Valley Churches of Christ to be used in our locations, family groups, small groups, as a stimulator for discussion about how to deepen our relationship with our Heavenly Father. In this short series, and this is the third of four, we're exploring how our security in the Father enables our willing submission to Him and the differences that makes to our prayers, our relationship with Him. Now, in the first episode, we talked about the way in which we hear our Father's voice. We considered the example of Jesus, took inspiration from his ability to hear his Father's voice in passages like the one in Matthew 3, verse 17, when God said, This is my Son whom I love, with him I am well pleased. And then in the second episode, we tackled the topic of submission. And although submission is uh, challenging to practice, it's so much easier when we're convinced of our Heavenly Father's unconditional love for us. And Jesus, uh, he was and is the ultimate super submissive son, setting us an example by wrestling in Gethsemane and going to the cross, not because he felt like it or because it was an easy option, <laughs> but because, because it was the will of his Father. Jesus humbly surrendered to the Father's plan and was able to say, not as I will, but as you will, and his submission demonstrated the depth of his trust in God's wisdom and his divine purpose. So what does all this mean for your and mine and our group prayer life? So today we're going to explore the meaning of Hebrews chapter 5 verses 7 to 10. And let me read that for you here. In the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears, to the one who was able to save him from death, and he was heard because of his reverent submission. Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered, and having been made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him, having been designated by God a high priest according to the order of Melchizedek. Verse 7 is the key we'll focus on in just a moment. And you'll notice that I read you there the NRSV translation, which uses the word supplication. In the NIV, it's uh, uh, petitions. So what does the word supplication mean? Well, the Greek word means request, and we find it in other passages like Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 to 7, uh, 1 Timothy 2, verse 1. You might like to look those up. So supplication is just a fancy word for request. Could requesting things from God be dangerous? Let's think about this for a moment. Might we stray into a selfish focus to our prayers? You know, we're just giving God all our, our requests all the time. Could praying become a presentation of our spiritual shopping list to God? Perhaps you've been there. I know I have. That is indeed possible, but it doesn't need to be the case. If we have first grasped our security in God, our Heavenly Father, and moved on then to the place of willing submission to his will, we will be praying, our supplications, we'll be praying because we trust that he cares and that he, he has our best interests at heart. Whatever the outcome, in other words, whether we get what we are praying for or not. So what we're talking about here is telling God what we need, at least what we perceive we need, and what we perceive other people's needs to be. 
So with those thoughts in mind, let's consider the example of Jesus, which is mentioned here in Hebrews chapter 5. So, Jesus and supplication. Now, supplication is meaningful because for him it was built on his security with God and his submission to God's will. And Jesus demonstrates this in his, in his life. As it says in this verse here, in chapter 5 verse 7, he offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears. So this came from deep within him. It was passion. It was, passion. It was, it was heartfelt. And to the one who could save him from death, could could save him from death, not did, but we'll come back to that. And he was heard, why was he heard? Because of his reverent submission. Now Jesus knew, as he prayed these desperate prayers, he knew that God had the power to save him, to save him from death. He said in Matthew 26, verse 53, Do you think I cannot call on my Father? And he will at once put at my disposal more than 12 legions of angels. See, he knew God could do that. And he trusted his father, even though it was not appropriate for the father to supply those angels. It wasn't in that context. And how did Jesus manage then to remain submissive and pray with faith? Well, it's because, fundamentally, his security with the father was unshakable and his submission to God was unbreakable. And I believe the way his prayer was heard, as it says it was heard in this passage, the way it was heard was in that God gave him the strength to endure his will for Jesus. In other words, to go to the cross. His prayer was answered. It just wasn't answered in the way that his flesh would wish. His flesh wanted to go uh, find another route uh, that, that did not include the cross, but his spirit eventually submitted to God's will, the Father's will, and then God, I believe, supplied him with the strength he needed. And in that sense, his prayers were answered. And of course, they were answered for him, but they were answered for not only him, but you and me. Through him, we get the blessings that uh, he fought for by dying on the cross. So security and submission sets us up. It sets us up nicely. It sets us up magnificently to present our requests to God. See, Jesus taught his followers to expect answers to prayer, didn't he? In Matthew 21, verse 22, If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. But whatever you ask for in prayer, of course, is con has to be conditioned by it being the will of the Father. And indeed, the Apostle Paul told us, encouraged us, in fact, to tell God what we need. He says in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, in other words, by supplication, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. This is what we're meant to do. Present our requests, submitting them to God's will, within the ultimate security of knowing he loves us unconditionally. So to state it again, the security and submission of Jesus made his supplications effective. And do you wonder, perhaps, as I do sometimes, why your prayers are not answered? Perhaps, and only perhaps, because it's worth reflecting on this and there may be other factors. It could be because we are lacking in submission to God's will. And perhaps we're lacking in submission to God's will because we haven't spent enough time reflecting on our security in his love. So some questions for reflection and discussion in our groups. Firstly, is it, do we feel comfortable telling God what we need? 
not just what we think we should be saying to him, but actually what you feel you need. You may be wrong about that, but at least telling him what you need. How do we feel about that? Secondly, are you requesting God's work in the lives of the people you care about? Do you bring other people before God in prayer and ask requests of God for them? Is that something you do regularly? How do you feel about that? And thirdly, is there anything that holds you back from making your supplications to God, from telling him what you're thinking, telling him what you're feeling, telling him what you want, what you feel and sense you need and other people need? Is there anything that holds you back from that? Is it to do with submission? Is it to do with security? What might it be? Well, next time we're going to wrap up the series and put it all together. Security, submission and supplication put together to create a deeper, more exciting and adventurous walk with God. I hope you find these thoughts helpful. Please leave a comment if you wish. Uh, leave that comment publicly so that we can learn together because we learn best when we're learning in community. If you've got any questions, drop me an email, malcolm at malcolmcox.org. If you can think of anybody that might benefit from this recording, do pass the link on so that as many people as possible can uh, hopefully find blessings from the inspiring example of Jesus Christ. Until the next time, I hope you enjoy your security in God. I hope you're able to find a freedom in submission to God. And I hope you find it inspiring to present your requests to God. Till the next time, take care and God bless. <laughs>